All right, so from one thing you're very passionate about to another, and that is broadcast snacks. Because, yeah. because I saw a tweet this weekend which caught my eye for sure, especially as a lover of this product we are about to mention. Uh, apparently, Frenchie, Jeff Francoeur, Braves broadcaster, does a great job with Brandon Godden now on Valley Sports, is a big fan of the oatmeal cream pie because Brandon took a snapshot uh, of Frenchie's station before they went on the air, and he had a stack of about four or five oatmeal cream pies that I'm assuming were to be his rocket fuel for <laughs> getting through a nine-inning game. So a couple of things here, Mike. I really want to break this down with you to a fine powder. Um, how common of that? I feel like that is a an interesting and eclectic choice to be a snack that you would consume during a broadcast. So as a broadcaster for multiple teams – a, what is your broadcast strategy with food? And B, what is your favorite broadcast snack? So my broadcast strategy with food, especially for Atlanta United, where I'm doing play-by-play and I have to talk more, is to eat as little as possible within, say, three hours of the broadcast. Mm. Uh, for a couple different reasons. Uh, one... You want to be very careful that you don't eat something that could trigger, trigger certain bodily reactions. Uh, <laughs> that would be very inconvenient if uh, you can't run away to a, a restroom or something like that. So you have to be really careful about that. The other thing that I have to be really careful about is not consuming anything, you know, food, food or drink wise, that's going to uh, cause me to want to belch. Uh, you know, something that, that's going to, you know, produce some gas in the, you know, the, the throat or something like that and, and cause me to belch. So I have to be really, really careful. Uh, and I know this sounds very, very silly, but trust me, if you're not able to use the bathroom for three or four hours and you're looking at that cheeseburger that's in the press box, um, uh, <laughs> it is a risk reward analysis that you have to go through, right? Um, so I do not eat before or during a broadcast after a broadcast, uh, boy, I, I'm looking for the very first thing I can get my hands on. Um, so like for, for example, um, the Atlanta United game this past Saturday, I didn't eat anything. I actually, I did eat something before, um, because we're at Yankee Stadium, their their press box cafeteria is pretty good. I think I had some. What did I have? Maybe some soup, but but something that that wasn't gonna like make me sick. Uh, might have even just been a cookie. I don't remember, but something that wasn't gonna make me sick. But I was still really hungry after the game. So as we were getting on the plane, uh, they offered peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when we were going up the ramp. So I I took a couple of those uh, because. I mean, I, by the time I get on the plane, I am ravenous. They uh, they have food in the locker room for the team. Like usually, they give them pizza. Um, I don't go into the locker room because I feel like that's the player space. I don't yeah. I don't belong in there. Uh, so I usually miss out on the locker room pizza, and I have to wait for the the PB and J for a home game. I mean, I hate to admit this, I'm usually hitting a drive through on the way home <laughs> because I'm so hungry. You know, drink wise. Um, Steve Holman does this too. I don't know if he he taught me this or if this is something I was already doing and he learned it from me. Sparkling water 
hmm. is a really, really good thing to have um, during a broadcast. Yeah, and it's something about the the carbonation. I don't know. This might just be a placebo effect. I don't know, but I just feel like the carbonation on my throat breaks up stuff in my throat and, and makes it a little bit easier for me to talk. I know that sounds really, really crazy and I could be totally off. Um, they tell you don't drink soda, don't drink alcohol during games. I mean, obviously I would never drink alcohol. Sure. I do drink Coke zero just because it's my kind of guilty pleasure. Uh, but I can tell like when you get syrup on the throat, that's not good for you. Uh, so it, long story short, you know, the oatmeal cream pies for Frenchie are probably really good instant energy. And I can probably get away with eating that during a game because it's not going to make me sick. But the problem is we don't take commercial breaks during soccer. It's so true. there's no real time for me to eat. Yeah. You're... Dominique Wilkins. Dominique. Constantly eating popcorn. Popcorn? Constantly eating popcorn. If I had to get a Mount Rushmore of food and drink not to eat during a broadcast, I'd think popcorn would be up there. Dominique constantly eating popcorn. And there was a moment when I, when I was doing a game with him up in New York this year uh, where he forgot that he flipped his microphone up to eat popcorn and he tried to say something and his mic wasn't active. And I had to kind of tap him on the shoulder and tell him to do that. He is always eating popcorn. The way that you and I would eat popcorn watching a movie. That is fascinating because you yeah. you run into scratchy throat, yep. kernel stuck in the teeth, God forbid, and yep. you're doing then you're doing the tongue move in the middle of a broadcast trying to get a kernel out. I mean yep. that that seems like if I, again that would be on the that and maybe like something that is covered in hot sauce. Like th those things are making the Mount Rushmore of things not to eat during a but, broadcast. True. But you got to remember too on TV. And I think Jeff Rancourt could probably attest to this. The words per minute out of your mouth in TV. is probably a very small fraction of the words per minute out of your mouth in radio. Especially again, on guy, radio. Yeah. I have to describe everything. On TV, the pictures do the talking. And the analyst just needs to provide context. So the best analysts are the ones that say the least. I think we probably had that conversation a little bit with Tony Romo, right? Step a couple months ago. Yeah. You know, the you best analysts are the ones who feel like they don't need to say so much. Um, and so that's where, like, again, Dominique, yeah, he can eat popcorn because he doesn't have to say a whole lot. That's do his job check. correctly. Heat check, Bob. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or again, like that's, that's his style and it works. And, and he has plenty of time to eat popcorn between his words. Now, are you surprised somebody as fit and lean as Jeff Francoeur goes to the oatmeal cream pie for this? That, that was well, a little shocking to me as well. Here's the thing though. Like this is very, this is very interesting. There's actually a researcher, I think at the University of Kansas, who did something called the Twinkie diet. Oh my God. And he decided he was going to try to lose weight only by eating Twinkies. Nothing else, just Twinkies. Oh, wow. And, and he was successful because what he was able to prove was, look, a Twinkie is only like 150 calories. It's right. got a ton of processed you know, junk in there and sugar and, 
you know, artificial sweeteners and everything like that. So it, it it's not good for you. But just on raw calorie count, I think a Twinkie is only 150 calories. So if you're trying to lose weight and go down to 1,500 calories a day, you eat 10 Twinkies. That's all you eat for the day, nothing yeah. else. But you can lose weight. The oatmeal cream pie, I'm going to look this up very quickly. I'm gonna uh, get. I'm gonna take a stab at it. I'm gonna say yeah. an oatmeal cream pie is 320 calories. It, you're almost right on the number, 330. How about that? 330, almost right on the number. So if you're only having, how many of you think he's having a game? Two? The, I, I don't know. In that pile, there was about five. But let's let's okay. give him the benefit of the doubt is that that's sharing is yeah. eating them all himself. Let's say two is a fair number because those. And by the way, are... it's three thirty per serving, so I have to look that up too. Like I don't know if one pie is a serving or if two pies is a serving. But again, like let's say he's keeping it to six hundred sixty calories or lower for Jeffrey and Cora. That's a half hour in the gym. Like that. That's no that's problem. True. That's you know true. he he's. And his metabolism is probably such that, you know, that, that oatmeal cream pie just vanishes right away. You and I don't have the benefit of, uh, oh, I of would, the Jeff Rancor metabolism. So Whatever again, little money I have in my savings, I would empty out to have that sort of metabolism. <laughs> it would be my dream. Yeah. So, look, I mean, anything in moderation is going to be okay. Um, I, I just have a feeling that they are not slamming a box of oatmeal cream pies per game. I'd be very alarmed if they were. And by the way, shout out to those two, by the way. They sound great together in yep. a very short amount of time. Uh, Brandon Rodden's a really, really good announcer. I think he's perfect for baseball. I know he does the whole Madden thing. He did football for Georgia Tech. I, I think baseball is really his true calling. And his chemistry with, with Jeffrey and Core has been uh, – really impressive to see just how quickly that developed in such a short amount of time. I, I really have enjoyed watching those broadcasts. Yeah. The analogy that's always used in broadcasting is you want to sound like you're just having a conversation with your buddy at the bar. Exactly. And that's exactly yeah. what they sound like. And by the way, shout out, we haven't uh, done a podcast since, but shout out to Truist Park opening night there. Mike was in. Yeah. Insane. I saw you got to go. That's great. Insane. From the time we got into the battery to the time we left, I have never seen so many people packed into a single area in my entire life. And it was a little steamy. It was a little hot. It felt like a summer night at the park. Yeah. It was it was incredible. It was yeah. a really, really fun experience. So no, that's they, aw- that's awesome. I mean the the battery is there for a reason and they make great use of it on game days and non-game days both. But um, the at-stadium experience for the Braves has just improved exponentially since they moved from Turner Field. I mean, now you kind of look back on it after experiencing Truist Park and the battery. You look back on it now and you understand, yeah, yeah, Turner Field, this time <laughs> had come and gone. Yes. And, uh and it, you're right. They, they do a terrific job up there at the battery. It's a very enjoyable experience. It's um, not inexpensive, but I think it's worth it. I think you get what you pay for. Oh, it was it was great. And that was my first opening day baseball game ever. No so, kidding, really? Yeah. So that, that, cool. was, that was just a terrific time. 